What do you want to talk about? Uh, obviously, we've got Ukraine. Um, okay. Uh, do we think we have enough Ukraine for the whole show other than but first? Or do we want to bring anything else up? Or do you want to do a Ukraine and then like we each pick something or something for the rest? I, I, I've heard it's called something. Uh, what you call it? Pot pourri. Yeah, it's exactly. It's got pot now in it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, now we've added pot to this. I'm sure to make this. So some people make this a lot more interesting. So you you want to just do that again, but for yeah. Ukraine, and then if it seems like we have time, a potpourri again. Yeah, I can never spell it though. Every time, like every time we <laughs> use that, like when it comes time to write, like the show description and stuff. I Google it every time. Cause I cannot remember. It's, I know it's like poor, poor P O T P O U R R I. Yeah. Whatever. I can never remember it. Like oh, Jesus, no matter how many times I've seen it, no matter how many times I typed it, this like boy. right now, what I typed was P O P P E U R I. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that sounds wonderful. <laughs> Sounds sounds incredible. That sounds fantastic. Superb. Okay. Uh, I guess let's get started then. Hold on. There. All right. Okay. I'm done. You're, you're ready? Yep. Okay, here we go. Muting you and then starting the song. Oh, boy. Welcome to Curmudgeon's Potpourri for Friday, April 8th, 2022. Is that right, Yvonne? Did I get it right? Oh, yeah, sure. Whatever. <laughs> uh, it's Curmudgeon's Corner. I'm Sam Minter. Yvonne Bo is here. Uh, and we're ready for another exciting show. Exciting. I'm sure everybody is tingling. Let's not tingle. We don't need to tingle. No need to tingle. No, no, no. We we don't need to do that right now. You could be tingling. I mean, who 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 is that? The the guy, uh, Chris Matthews. It used to be on MSNBC like a while ago before he got fired, or no, he actually quit live on the air. But he was about to be fired because of some sexual harassment stuff or something. Ah, okay, but but um, yeah, he 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 talked about like uh, Obama. I think it was Obama sending like tingles up his leg or something like when he was excited about <laughs> Obama. I, I, I think <laughs> I think it was Obama or maybe it was Hillary. I don't know. One of them. Uh, anyway, but he was talking about some politician and how whenever he thought of him, it sent tingles up and down his legs. It's like, okay, Chris. I, 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 there has been no politician ever, <laughs> ever. I mean, I, I mean, ever that has sent any tingles up anything. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know what the hell he's fucking taking, smoking, doing whatever, but he needs to stop. Yeah, I, I never liked Chris Matthews very much. I, 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 uh, I mean, I thought he was just a blowhard. Uh, and now he's not on TV anymore. And now he's not on TV anymore. So, you know, good riddance. There you go. <laughs> 
Uh, anyway, uh, we are going to do a similar pattern to recent weeks. We're going to do our butt first, and then we're going to talk about Ukraine for however long the Ukraine conversation takes. However then, long it takes. Exactly. We and will then, be here until tomorrow if it... <laughs> and if, if we have if remaining we, time... No, we have not tried to do like a, an old-style filibuster, non-stop talking curmudgeon's corner. You think about this, let's see, let's see how far we can go until one of us just... I mean, I've actually... What am I saying? I've actually fallen asleep to a curmudgeon's corner, so that... Yes, you be, have. Uh, uh, so that 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 was more when I traveled. I I gotta admit the jet lag really, you know, the jet lag really did affect my, my me. Uh, and and our know. our longest ever show is on the order of four hours. And I just want to say I don't want to do that. I mean, but but we're talking about going for the marathon run. Yes, I mean, marathon basically run. until we just somehow just both just pass out in front of the screen. Yes. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> at our age. Anyway, we will talk Ukraine until we feel like we don't have anything left to say without just repeating ourselves over and over again. Although we undoubtedly will do that anyway. Um, if I, I, I if, will, Clara, I will say one thing. I fell asleep once working on the computer. Yes. I, I don't know if you have, I'm, but I I'm have sure been I have. working through like the. I, I did not sleep one night. And I was the next day working on a computer and I was doing some stuff and typing and maybe it was dozed off for maybe like a minute or two. But I, I did just with my hands on the keyboard. Just ugh. Anyway, my point that I keep trying to make is if after There's the Ukraine point. stuff, okay. we feel like we have time, we will do a potpourri round where Yvonne and I alternate topics or something. But, you know, it'll all depend on a, I'm not promising potpourri this week. We might we're promise. We're, we're, we're not. We're not making guarantees. <laughs> we're not politicians. Yes. Yes. Anyway, uh, so let's do our butt first, Yvonne. Uh, yeah. Who, who wants to go first, or should I roll a virtual coin or something? Is, do oh, you roll gosh, coins? Do you roll coins? No, you roll dice. No, but... no, you roll dice. You flip a coin. You flip a coin. Yeah. Should I flip a coin, Yvonne, or do you just? No, I'll go, go first. Okay. Uh, go for it. Go for it. Uh, well, um, I mentioned this on the Slack, but okay. uh, so I I went to the mall yesterday here. Ah, right, my house. Yes, yes. Uh, and I, 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 the town center mall here is a very Tony mall. Probably one of the. I think I've looked it up. What are the uh? more the most in the United States that has high-end luxury stores and whatever, whatnot. I mean, you have a massive Apple store. I mean, it's ridiculously big. Um, you know, it's not like, uh, not the time New, New York, uh, Manhattan store, but it, it's, 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 it's quite big. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, I, I, so Manu, I had given him this iPhone SE that I had been using because he liked it and he, he decided that he wanted to use it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just to whatever to have another device. I mean, I don't know. It's like the kid just, he has an iPad. He will play with how old is he now? Nine. He will nine. use both. He should have all, a phone. My, 
well, <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I, I had, I'm, 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 well, he does I'll, have a phone. Well, he had a phone. Okay. Right. I gave this one, uh, the, get the, that phone to him about six months ago. With, with, with an actual active number and everything? No, I did not. Yeah. Okay. See, and, and people will argue about like when kids should have like, you know, not just, you know, it's a device that you can use on a Wi-Fi, but an actual phone, active phone with a phone number and everything. And uh, I, I will just say most people think nine is a bit young, but by the time they're 12, 13, 14, it's like almost inevitable at this point. Almost all the kids have them at that age. Um, but, um, and you know, in between it sort of ramps up. Uh, Alex here, We've been trying to get the kid a phone for a long time. He refuses outright. He's like, I, I have my iPad. I do not want a phone. But anyway, continue with your story because that's well, a complete so we got, random. Well, well, he, you know, I gave the iPhone SE that I had. It was, it's a, it's a six-year-old phone. I always right. kept it around. And one day he saw I taken it out uh, uh, because we had. I got his mom a new phone, so I had that used phone and the other phone and Manu saw it. And I, I don't, I don't think I've shown it to him in a long time and he wanted it. So I'm like, okay, all right. Yeah. Keep the phone. All right. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. Um, so, but the thing is that I never put cases on my phone, so I didn't have a case for that phone. Well, right. he, he keeps walking around and he is using both my iPad pro, his iPad and the phone. <laughs> At all three time. at the same time. Nice. Nice. Right. Okay. And uh it 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 he he is actually pretty careful with his devices. Okay. All right. I mean he's only broken, you know. He, he, uh, after he understood the devices broke because he broke one by accident because he had his that had a had a cover and mm-hmm. not the other one. Right. And he grabbed his actually a babysitter gave him by mistake his mom's and he he dropped it like he normally did with this not being caring and he broke it he was like whoa it he was he was not he was very hard with himself about doing right okay all right he was that you mentioned this on the show before you i think you said he tried to fix it with a band-aid yeah he tried to fix that was his you know he that that was like later his he tried to fix it with a band-aid yeah i'm i'm mixing up the instance but okay go ahead yeah but but you know so he's only broke i I mean i only count that one doesn't count because that was a mistake he shouldn't even been playing with it the babysitter gave him the wrong ipad by mistake he saw she saw an ipad new babysitter they realized it's the wrong one he was very little at the time so he's he's got a broken one he's got a much better record with devices than i have so yeah yeah so so you know look he was carrying all three and i gave him my phone without a case you had the iPhone piled at the top of the you iPad Pro and then the, his iPad mini and the iPhone at the top. Well, for some reason, the iPhone slid off his pile and the screen cracked because I had never given him a case because I never had a case on it. Right. And uh, he was crying. He was like, oh, my God, to hell. So he was very upset because he, he did that accidentally. And then, of course, I realized damn it, I gave him the phone. I should have put a case on it, you know, for him, you know, I mean, he's right. still nine. I mean, you know, it, and so he was very upset. And I said, look, we'll go to the store. We'll, they had just come out with a new iPhone SE. Like going mm-hmm. I said, listen, we'll go get a, we'll go get a new phone. Okay. All right. We'll go to the store. We'll get a new phone. I mean, you know, it, it, it's like the, 
the with the Apple Care and the case and whatever, it's twenty five dollars a month, something like that. Whatever twenty right. twenty seven. It's stupid for for a hundred and twenty eight gig uh, phone with pretty good uh, processor and other stuff. So you know, I'm like okay, let's just get go get that phone. So we go to the store yesterday. I, you know, he's picking the colors. He was like, you know, debating. He was, he was like about, about red, or he decided to go with black. Okay, and, you know, we picked the case, and then we went to buy it, and we didn't have a line. I said, "Well, transfer a line." I'm like, "Well, no, there's no line to transfer." And he said, "But what do you mean?" And I, and I explained, "Oh, okay. Well, she told me, well, here's a rub. If you buy it here, uh, you have to add a line to it." Right. Uh, at the store, they said she told me there was a way around that. That if I ordered it not at the store, I could get it without one. But at the store, the way that they sell it, it makes you add a line to it. The mm-hmm. phone will be unlocked, but you have to add a line. As so I said, did, you know what? Did, did they had finally debating. Did they finally kill like the iPod Touch things? Are those they dead, did dead, not? Dead? No. Okay, no, there's not. And I had evaluated that. I went to look at them. Okay, okay. all right. And I looked at the iPod Touch and I compared it to to this, right? Well, the iPod Touch was about three hundred bucks. Okay, mm-hmm. um, I, I think they had updated it about two years ago or something or whatever. But it hasn't been recently updated because it doesn't really sell that well, like right, right. now. Yeah, I'm and, surprised it still exists, to be honest. And, and, and so, so yeah, there. Is, so they they had the iPod Touch, and I actually considered, you know, why the hell don't I just get them a damn iPod Touch instead. And so I looked at it uh, just to compare it, okay? Um, and, you know, the price for it was for 128 gigs, it's about two... Oh, God, come on. Okay, let me get, let me get the actual price because okay, this didn't okay. matter in my decision. 128 gig uh, iPod a Touch is 299 and at two fifty six or three ninety nine, but I was thinking of getting him one twenty eight gig. But I'm like, Jesus, three hundred bucks for the iPod Touch, which is older tech, but for something whatever, you know, the other, the, the other option, the, is you the other option is you just could have added a line for him and said, screw it, he can have a. Well, phone that's what I was. Gonna, no, no, no. So that's what I was going to do. I decided to add a line. I said, yeah, okay, okay, you know what? I had been deba- I had been on the fence about adding the line. And I thought, you know, at first I thought, no, but no, fine, let's add the line. Okay. So she's adding the line and then it, it gives some, some mistake from AT&T about you need to enable security, extended security, enhanced security, something, whatever. Some nonsense where you have to set up a pin or Go whatever. to your app. No, no, no. I have the pin already. It's, it's okay. something even above that. I don't know what the hell it means. Look, so she said, she said, listen. Don't even try it on your app. It, on, on the, it says the app. It doesn't work. I said, well, let me give it a try first. Okay. All right. Let me see. I went and looked. You're right. It's not on the app. Just, just I, I walked across to the store. Let me just walk across to the store. To one of the computers. So you there, there is what, no, no, no. There was, a, there was an AT&T store right across. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so she said, just go over there and they'll do it. It happens all the time. Into And they do it very quickly. Two minutes. You'll be back here. I'll have your stuff. Okay. Okay. All right, so go to the AT&T store, and, and actually the lady says, oh, yeah, it says on the app. I don't know why it says that. They can't do it. We have we have to do it. Okay, so I'm like, okay. So a very able person over there, boom, 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 click, 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 
got the thing enabled. Okay, you're show me your ID. You're all set. You know, go. All right. So I went back. I'm walking back to the Apple store. As I am about crossing the entrance, okay, I hear a la- I hear a very loud bang. Okay, mm. and there's been a whole bunch of construction going on at the mall, and so I'm thinking, man, they must have. Somebody has knocked over a stand or something or whatever. Um, you know, because it sound it was very loud, you know. And uh, so I'm like, somebody must have knocked over construction. Okay, oh well, whatever. Anyway, I kept walking into the store, go to the back. When I'm getting to the back and I'm looking for the person that been helping me, all of a sudden I see people running down the hall at the mall. Okay, and very quickly. Um, the manager of the Victoria's Secret across uh, closed the closed the entrance. Okay, right. And the Apple Store also started closing the entrance, and everybody at the store directed everybody to exit through the back. Um, a whole bunch of people freaked out. They started running and like pushing people. I just grabbed mine when I'm like, the, 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 you know, we're not, we're, look, I'm not even sure that something really happened. Okay, we're not gonna go and like get them like hurt like getting him trampled okay by idiots okay right so, so so i go and i just hold him back i let that i let them just because these people are totally freaking out let them get out Mado as we're walking out says oh code red right and i'm like oh yeah it's like a code red at school yeah manu okay you know so they've been doing those drills at school so okay so he kind of he got he got what that he, he knew there's something going on okay all right so, but I said, Manu, I think something fell. Okay. All right. I, I don't think something happened. Okay. So I walk out. There's like people sobbing hysterically inside. I'm like, Jesus Christ, melting down. I'm like, okay, look, we're fine. The, the, the gap, we're, we're, we're here. It's okay. And by that time, they already walked out. Just the, the, there, listen, the entire Boca Police Department must have descended at the place. I'd never seen that many. I, I didn't know we had that many police cars. Okay. <laughs> All right. I just, I, I had no idea we had that many police cars because all of them showed up. Okay. And I'm like, holy smokes. Okay. Uh, uh, all right. But then as I'm, as my, I asked Manu, Manu, do you want to wait to find out what's going on or do we, um, do we go to the car? And he said, let's, let's go to the car. I'm like, okay, let's walk to the car. We'll come back and pick up the phone tomorrow. I'm like, okay. All right. So, so I'm walking towards the car. There was somebody sitting down on the floor talking to somebody crying, saying that they had seen somebody waving a gun, uh, getting angry, and and th- they shot somebody. Okay? All right. So I heard that uh, as I was walking to the car. Um, and I'm like, well, let's see. I don't know. You know, sometimes people say whatever, but okay. I'm like, the thing is that I've heard shots fired. It's not, I mean, I've shot a gun many mm-hmm. times. Okay? I've heard shots fired. It didn't sound to me like a gun, but also, I, I, was, I was also remembering, well, but it was indoors. Usually, you know, what I've actually almost every time that I'm, I know I've I've seen a gun fired or fired one. It's been outdoors, and so you've been like sound, an outdoor shooting range or something. I've been in an outdoor shooting range. Well, I saw a cop. I mean, there was somebody. I saw a cop shoot at somebody, and it, it in front of me like years back. Uh, I've seen people fire shots outside, not at the shooting range. I've unfortunately I've seen a lot of things with guns. Okay, it didn't sound like that. Okay. Um, and so I'm like, look, I'm not sure, but, but I realized that this is indoors. Okay. So, you know, uh, uh, so it made the sound. So 
Police showed up, whatever. Uh, you know, we walked to the car, we get back in the car. And uh, I mean, basically, I first found out it was really more on, on the news or on Twitter that, that yeah, definitely some guys, two people had been arrested. One guy had was shot in the leg. Uh, I don't know, some kind of altercation. Not quite clear what happened. Um, and I don't know. They 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 said it's a robbery. That's I find it. I I I don't. It doesn't sound right to me. It was just you know you know it's like it was just a, a plain robbery. I don't know. But but some robbery altercation whatever. One guy decided to pull a gun and shot shot a guy in the leg. Uh, two people arrested. One's eighteen. And the other one's seventeen. I'm like Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. So but uh, but but. I, I, at the time, I, I wasn't thinking. I, I was more a little bit like uh, it hit me a little bit later. I was just, you know, worried about you know, that man, I'm taking him to freaking mall. I mean, you know, this shit happens. Um, yeah. Also reminded me of like, you know, how I mean, we're doing these active shooter drills at the damn school every day. For God, I mean, not every day, but regularly. Um, right. Well, I'm gonna. I will say that. You know, at first I thought, you know, what the hell are we doing to these kids? But the reality is that uh, Mano was very calm because he'd been through these drills at school. Well, it, it reminds me, like, after the January 6th event, uh, some of the reporting on that was talking about how the young staffers who were, like, in their you know mid-20s uh, were guiding all of the older people and saying, okay... Get, get under the desk, get over there, close the door, barricade the door, blah, blah, blah. Because they all knew exactly what to do because they'd been drilled on it through their yeah. whole school career. Whereas the the older people, including like most of the actual Congress people and things like that, but also older staff, you know, had no had idea no what idea. to do. Right. You know, and, and whereas the kids, and I call them kids, even though they're, you know, 20-something. They're kids. They're kids. <laughs> you know, they, they all were like, yep, okay. Let's go into motion. Let's do the things we know how to do. Um, and, and you know, because, yeah, because it's been routinely drilled into them from the time that they were toddlers. I, you know? I, I, I am like, from, from one side, it like pisses me off that we have to do this. Uh, and we're doing this in large part because at this, the part that pisses me off is that more that. I mean, we've had this the last 20 plus years where uh, between the GOP and the NRH is basically just goading people to buying more and more and more and more guns. And we've had record gun sales nonstop recently. And that people just think that the way to freaking solve, you know, more and more people like, you know, just let me just pull a gun just to solve any situation. Um and you know that they think that this is the right way of doing anything. I I will give credit, hundred percent credit, to the local police that did a great job. You know, uh, they they got there real fast. The staff at the mall that was very well prepared, and the, the school the school district that they've been like really training these kids exactly. You just said that they knew. I mean, my son was, you know, calm. Okay, understood. It's a code, re- you know. It's just code red. Let's just, just like at school, no problem. You know, uh, exit. You know, we have to 
you know, follow the instructions, exit. And he was just perfectly, you know, he, he was like, yeah, he, he was fine. Uh, you know, I, 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 I think I, I, I more thought about it, like worried about just, I don't know. I, I just, well, and I have heard some people talk about how the nature of the drills is actually instilling some trauma and paranoia on the kids. I'll tell you, I haven't experienced that myself. Like, I mean, I don't feel like I get the sense that Alex is like worried about that all the time. I mean, I'll, although I'm sure they're doing the same kind of stuff, right? Um, yeah. You know, Cause it's, it's nationwide. I, I actually should ask him like I, it hasn't even come up to be honest. Uh, but my understanding is they do that everywhere now uh, in terms of training, just like we used to have fire drills. And, uh, you know, it's, it's like you, you, you learn how to prepare for that thing. And I'm sure there's some people who are traumatized by it. And there are probably some schools that do it badly that cause a problem. Um, like I've heard of some schools trying to make these drills so realistic that the kids oh, believe Christ. it's actually happening. Yeah, that's not such a great idea. <laughs> you know, it's it's one thing to have a drill. It's and one thing to traumatize the 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 them during yeah, the process. Like, right. like uh, it's like yeah. you know, we're it's like well, we did fire drills. We did like you know, fake a fire in like you know half the school. You know, and we pulled them through smoke. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, no. You yeah. know, maybe send a burning, you know, fake burning kid through the hallway. You know. Like, <laughs> Yeah, and apparently there some there are some schools and school districts around the country that have done that kind of thing. I and it's just like really are are you crazy? Yeah, that, <laughs> that that's just nuts. But uh, but yeah, so you're you're well pre- Manu was well prepared and handled yeah. this well. And yeah. <laughs> and it sounds like you handled it okay, but at least in part because you didn't think anything real was happening. Do you think you no, would have reacted? No, 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 I, no, no, no. I, 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 I look. I, I was concerned that something was happening, but I don't. I've had pe- listen. I've had people put guns to my head, and I haven't freaked out. I wasn't going to freak out because I heard a gunshot at a far distance, either. Mm. So, um, you know, I've dealt with. I, I know I've dealt with way worse than situations. They're usually, I, I, I usually at the moment of the situation, I'm never. I'm never afraid, you know, later, you know, it might hit me later when I think about what happened. It was very dangerous and so, so forth or whatever. I was just concerned more just about Manu's safety more than anything else when I was thinking about it later. Um, you know, we weren't in danger, you know, uh, in any way. Uh, I mean, this happened really far from where we were, um, you, you know, but, but I mean, there's, is still, you know, I, I mean, it was, it, it, I mean, it, the danger was present. It was nearby, but you know, we really, you know, we were fine. I mean, it wasn't that. I, you know, I, I just, uh, it, it, it's just the entire gun culture thing that just really fucking pisses me off. I, it, it's just they found they, they arrested the guys. They apparently tried to drive off. They crashed near the near the mall. And they found a. There's an 18 and a 17 year old. They had three more guns in the car, and I'm like two guys with four guns. Mm-hmm. And I'm like an 18 and a 17 year old, and you're like, what the fuck, you know? Well, well no. I mean, I mean, th- these things hardly even hit the 
national consciousness at this point unless they're really big. No. I mean, there was one I saw go by on a news feed um, not that long ago where, you know, a 12-year-old killed another 12-year-old. Jesus Christ. You know, um, and and it's like, you, you like I said, like, you, you, proc- you have at this point to even hit the national constant, the you have the to national have multiple dead multiples. You, you need to have like multiple, a dozen. Yes, it's not, not even a, like one or two. Yeah, yeah, exactly. One or two or like whatever. It, yes. it needs to be a mass shooting event, basically, for people. And it care. and it has to be in a public place, and it probably right. has to be rich people or white people, right? Know? Uh, because if it's uh, if it's like you know, somebody kills their own family or something, you know, it, it barely, it, it, it's lucky if it makes local news, you know? Right. Um, and yeah. obvious, and that, that's the thing that happens much more often, of course, is people killing people they know and blah, blah, blah. And yeah. Um, yeah, but, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad it wasn't any more serious. It sounds like even the guy who got shot is going to be okay. Yeah. Um, yes. He got shot in the leg. They took him to the hospital. They said he's going to be fine. Right. So, and, um, yeah. So, uh, so, you know, your story obviously took, uh, and I knew it was happening because you'd mentioned it on a curmudgeon's corner slack, but your story took uh, a sharp turn, a sharp turn right in the middle. Uh, so did you go back and get the phone? Yes. Well, okay. So what I did today is that because, okay. So I told you that at the store, we had to get the phone. We had to get the AT and T plan. Well, when I ca- and I was going to get it yesterday, but then I came back home and I said, "Well, let me." Okay, we already because the one thing I went to the store is like I want him to see and choose what he wanted. Okay, and so he did that yesterday. So since I already knew what he wanted, I went and I ordered it today for pickup. Okay, and they had it ready, and so I went back and when I ordered it for pickup from home. Um, it's so, so by the way, the, the thing that you need to add the phone is if you get the, the, uh, the installment plan with the Apple card. Okay. If you're buying it just for cash straight up, you can get it without a plan. Okay. But if you are buying, uh, with, uh, with, uh, you know, if you're buying it under your installment plan at the store, at the Apple store. At the Apple store, it asks with the, you the, to specifically add, the Apple, like whatever it's called, plan that spread out over twenty four right. months or whatever. Twenty four yeah. months, yes. You you need to and so, but since I now went back and I did it here for pickup, which is what the lady told me yesterday. By the way, I could do so. I I, I remembered. Okay, she told me. I'm like, well then, fuck it. Well, uh, I went, I did it, and I picked it up. So I didn't add the plan for now. Uh, I'll probably you did add not. it. Yeah. No, I did not. No. Because you just paid for it outright. Yeah. No, no, no. Because I picked, no, because if I did it from home, with the uh, did it from home. It that's weird. Work, it's bizarre. Yes, I know. That's why, why? she told me. It's, it's, ah, ah, ah. So I was able to get the phone with the installments from home on the Apple card without getting the the, the having to add the phone plan. Okay. Well, nice. And, and is he hidden? Is he enjoying his phone? Yeah, yeah. He was already, you know, he was already carrying around, but you know, his usual three device routine right now, which is well, he was actually on four devices like right now because he was playing on the Switch, then he was using my iPad to play some music, and then he was putting another game on it. I 
and, and uh, a, a laptop as well, I presume, and w- yeah, while watching laptop, TV. But he, uses, but he uses more the laptop for work stuff. Okay, All right. <laughs> work. You mean school? Well, for school work. <laughs> yeah, you know, use it for school work. He's using the laptop. Okay, so he uses the laptop for school work. Okay. So yeah. Yeah, so Manu, yes. Manu right now at this point does have an iPhone, an iPad, and a laptop. Yes, that is correct. Excellent. So I, I, I'm glad you weren't shot. No, I'm, I'm, so am I. I mean, I have not. I, I mean, I've had people put. I don't think anybody. No, they haven't shot at me. No. I've had shots fired like around me, but they haven't been shooting at me. Right. I've had somebody put a gun to my head, but they didn't shoot. Thank God. Yes. I, 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 I ha- been disappointed because it was like during a spring break that I came home to it came home to, to to Puerto Rico so you wouldn't have seen me back at school. Yeah. I, I'm I'm I am uh I can say I've never had those experiences and I'm glad. I don't <laughs> wish for them, you know, but like I mean I you know, I mean uh we did, you know, nothing happened. We're fine. Just so we're, we're yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, not much more say. Ha, ha, have have we taken enough enough time that we should skip my butt first, or do you want a butt first for me, real quick? Uh, hey, let's let's try to do a quick one. What what do you got? Okay, I I will um, I will do a movie, another movie. Ah, um, let's see. Uh, where where did it go? Hold on. Okay, this is a movie I watched in last November, and I, I almost forgot about it because when I had classified it uh, as, you know, like, I, I, I sort of make notes, I take like screenshots on, on my phone of anything I hear about that I'm interested in um, in watching in the future, in reading in the future, in whatever. And then every few months, I I put it all onto my big list. And I also, when I watch something, I take a little screenshot or a picture or whatever to indicate that I've watched it. And this one, when I went and logged it all later, I actually put it in the list that I wanted to watch in the future instead of the list that I'd watched. And I only recently, this... This um this weekend, uh, my son Alex's friend Kalen was over for the weekend, and one of the nights I was like, "Let's put on a movie for the kids," and I immediately thought of this movie, and then realized, "Oh yeah, I actually watched that movie, but I don't remember like talking about it on the show or anything." So I, 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 I anyway, I went to I went to my wife because I couldn't remember the title. Okay. Mm-hmm. And just to just to give you an idea of this, I went to Brandy and was like, Brandy, can you tell me right now? Remember last year sometime, we watched a movie. I want you to tell me the name of this movie. It is the movie with the furry time-traveling donuts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and... I, I give her credit. She identified the movie in about 30 seconds. Um, the movie is called wait, Extinct. Wait, wait. They are... Say the say the word again. Furry? Furry. Time-traveling donuts? Donuts. Donuts. Furry time-traveling donuts. Okay. 
Uh, the movie is called Extinct. Uh, it is a 2021 movie. So this uh, is a new movie. This is like, uh, you know, like I, I, I would think that nobody says, you know, attacking the killer tomatoes at um, no, uh, so at least let, something like this. This, this is, um, it, it was actually originally released in Russia uh, in February 2021. And then worldwide on Netflix in November 2021. And apparently we watched it a, a few days after it came out. It was probably one of these things where we went into Netflix on Alex's account. And it was like, you know, how they show highlights of movies they're pushing at any moment. And this okay. was the movie. And I was like, that looks cool. And I, so we watched it. Uh, so the basic thing about this. Uh, quick plot summary is furry time traveling donuts. That's that's uh, really uh, all you have to know. Um but but uh no more more to the point. Uh the these are a a creature that was on Earth and went extinct that's basically they look kind of like a cat or something like that, except they have a big hole in the middle. And so they look like a donut. They can roll like a wheel they can blue, do whatever, and they they went extinct at some point, um, and the, thus the 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 name. Um, but a couple of them like escaped into the future, and then they end up having a mission to unextinct themselves. You know, okay. by going back in time and preventing the catastrophe that wiped out the population because they only existed on like one island or something like that. Um, okay. And I, and this this is animated. Uh, <clears throat> well, I shouldn't say obviously. You know, they uh, could have yeah, live I, action I, furry. They donuts. could have. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Um, but and, and oh, the the creatures are called flummels. Flummels. Okay, sure. Uh, <laughs> anyway, this this obviously is a kids movie. Uh the 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 critical reception was bad. Okay. You don't say. The Rotten Tomatoes score is 50% based on 6 reviews. But that's not terrible, but it's only uh, 6 reviews. Okay. Well, with an average rating of 4.9 out of 10. Uh, somebody at the guardian gave the film two out of five stars. And the quote that they have is in the Darwinian world of kids entertainment, extinct looks like an evolutionary dead end. <laughs> uh, I, I will say that, uh, you know, IMDB ratings for movies usually like, uh, are like in the sixes, even for bad movies, this got a 5.4. Only 2,300 reviews. Uh -huh. uh, I, I've got to guess this has to be one of the worst, you know, uh, you know, worst rated movies that they've. You know, but I'm going to give it a thumbs up. I you enjoyed are. this movie. I thought this movie was Get fun. out. No, I thought this movie was fun and cute and, you know, I mean, it was not a, obviously it was not a serious movie. It was not like. You don't say. <laughs> but I, I thought it was, <laughs> I thought it was fun. It was cute. I enjoyed it. Any, any, any critical issues, you know, it really didn't, they didn't, you know, the fur balls didn't discuss, uh, you know, the, 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 you know, the, 
whatchamacallit, uh, climate change or, you know, <laughs> anything like this, I guess. No, no, not at all. Uh, you know, but I, you know, people are putting it down, but like, I, it was fine. It, it was, it was a nice, I enjoyed the two hours or however long this thing was. Um, you know, it, it was, it was, you know, you, you can't ask too much of a movie like this, but it was funny. I, the, the little creatures, like, they, they had a, a fun little adventure and, you know, I kept laughing at the thing, you know, it was, it was, a, I, you know, people are too hard on it. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm reading through some of the reviews. Uh, uh, see what any, yeah. Oh, a stupidly written idiotic movie (laughs) that has the lesson that you should always go back to toxic relationships, especially (laughs) when they are family. Moronic. (laughs) Is the conclusion on this one? Uh, let's see. Well, the the, 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 the worst that two makes movie ever of 2021 <laughs> because the characters are annoying and unlikable. Um. <laughs> uh, the two main characters were like a brother and sister and they were fighting all the time. And one of them was abusive towards the other, but they, 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 <laughs> they, they loved got. Them. They 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 realized their the error in their ways and made good by the end of the movie. Uh, let's see. Uh, 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 yeah, I'm looking for some of these more over here. Uh, all the graphics are horrible. Animators <laughs> should learn about anatomy anatomy of fictional creatures. With that it's being a said. <laughs> With that, at least, you know, the, the, let's see, any, any other ones. Oh, and by the way, I should, movie, I if should you mention want to see the one funny part, watch the preview. I didn't have 150 words to say about movie because it was so mind-numbingly boring that I had nothing more to say. But I had to have 150 words, so here you go. And I should mention that the furry time traveling donuts meet other extinct animals. They meet a dodo, a Tasmanian tiger, a triceratops, a, a few other creatures, and they interact in in ways that attempt to be humorous. Um, and again, like I said, you know, I, I think these people are being overly harsh. They're expecting more out of this than maybe they should. Like I said, I laughed. I thought it was cute. Uh, yeah, well, it's, somebody it's, over. It's not amazing, but which I thought this was it. It, it yeah. there, there seemed to be some kind of money laundering scheme. This movie, another movie designed to make <laughs> money off of investors, brought to you by none other than China Lion, known for laundering horrible Chinese content to America and make money off of nothing. Horrible story, budget, cast, and crew, mediocre production, plus one point for the effort of outsourced animators. You know, so apparently this company, it's a Chinese company that seems to be like saying, hey, look, let's get you to Hollywood. Which is why it was released first in Russia. And, you know, so. Yeah. Anyway. 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 All right. I I enjoyed the damn movie. All right. Well, you gave it a thumbs up. Congratulations. You liked it. I will not be putting this on my list to watch at this point.
oh man, but it has such good reviews. Yes, they're great. Okay. Okay. People really enjoyed it. Okay. Uh, let's take a break. And uh, when we come back, we will talk uh, Ukraine. Back after this. No, no, it's not the beginning of the show again. We're just taking a little time to credit the artist responsible for the music we use at the beginning and end of the show. What you are listening to right now is The O of Pleasure by Ray Lynch. The music we close our show with is Celestial Soda Pop. Both of these songs are from Deep Breakfast. Now Platinum, Deep Breakfast was the first independently released album ever to be certified gold by the RIAA. Ray Lynch's other albums are The Sky of Mind. No Blue Thing. Nothing Above My Shoulders But The Evening. the best of Ray Lynch. You can check out Ray Lynch or buy his music at raylynch.com, iTunes, Amazon, or anywhere you usually find music. Okay, uh, we're back. Oh, and before, oh, before we, okay, yeah, go ahead. Before, I was going to say before we start your train, but do you have something else? I have an update. You have an update. Okay, and then I, I have I, something. I never do the updates. No. I, I have an update on on what happened at the mall on the shooting. My okay. ears were correct. What I heard was not the gunshot. What ah. happened was that after the gun uh, the gunshot, okay, in a chaotic scene, let me, uh, I'll read this. Is, uh, I shared this on our Slack it's an article on the local newspaper, the Sun Sentinel. Two teens arrested after a man shot in leg during fight at Town Center Mall in Boca. And um, the the quote, let me, uh, he said, the gunshot wasn't what sent people into a panic, but the response from the victim and his friends, which resulted in one of them knocking over a glass candle display. It happened so fast when one was bleeding when he was shot in the leg, they were zigzagging and ran into a display in the center where we had candles and the glass candles hit the floor. It was that crashing sound that made everyone in the store run. And so, yes, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what I thought I heard, which it sounded like a massive display of some kind falling over. And I, that's why I wasn't concerned at first because but then there like, was a shot after no no, no before the shot was before, before then they ran into they the thing and then there was the out, and then they, and then the, the running created the loud crash gotcha gotcha. <laughs> okay. 
So, so my ears were not incorrect. I did not hear the shot. That's what I, I'm like, man, I've heard shots before. It's not what they sound like. And, and yes, what happened was, and, and by the way, which is okay. So my instinct was totally correct. I said, because I've, I've seen this happen before in, 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 in malls where there have been panics where somebody's knocked over something like this very loud, causes a panic, people run. And it's actually exactly that that caused people to panic and run. Right. So there you go. Okay, and my update uh, is I I actually asked Alex to come back into the room for a bit, and he'll be quiet, he's promised, except when I ask a question. Alex, last year we watched this movie called Extinct. It's the furry time-traveling donuts. Yeah. What did you think of this movie? Why are you asking me? Because I spent the last 10 minutes talking about what I thought of the movie, but you watched it with me. I liked it. You liked it? You did not remember it? (laughs) No, I actually liked it. You remembered it? I I do remember. Dad! I don't remember the details. Dad! Okay. Okay, okay. How come you remember this movie? Better than the story of Dr. Miss Pops, which I've made you read several times. Any, anyway, I don't know, but tell me what you think of this movie. I think you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and there we have it, folks. No, no. Not what you think of me. What did you think of this movie? Probably whatever you said. I don't know. What did you say? I, I, I liked the movie, okay, but right. most people thought it was really stupid and a bad movie. What did you think? I think I'll ask mom. <laughs> no, no, what did you? Okay, Bob. Well, he doesn't even remember the movie, so obviously not very memorable. <laughs> he remembers the movie. He remembers everything. Okay, what does mom say? I have the answer. Yes. It's cute. She said it was cute. Yeah. Did you think it was cute? I think whatever Amy thinks. No, no more pushing it off. Oh, well, we'll we'll move on to other things. So we've got, I liked it. My wife apparently thought it was Why cute. All right, like we've it? established that you liked it. Okay. Yes, yes. Why did you like it? I wasn't there for that. Yeah, you'll have to listen later. No, there's risk of swears. Tell me. <laughs> I did not swear about this movie. Tell me. We're going to talk about Ukraine now. Do you want this plugged in or no? No. Okay. Okay, with all that out the way, time to talk about Ukraine. I guess the only place to start uh, is that right, you know, after we recorded last week's show, before I actually put it out, uh, we started to get all kinds of reports of atrocities in northern Ukraine as the Russians were leaving. Um, And that sort of dominated uh, the time between our last show and now in terms of the reporting of, uh, of what was going on there. And from what we've been hearing, the, the pictures and videos and everything that we've seen so far are just a taste of what is probably available elsewhere, uh, in other towns in the North and certainly South. uh, You mean a sampling of, of how bad it is everywhere else? Yes. Like we, and, and from some reports, uh, like the the town that everybody was 
gasping in horror about how bad it was, there may be lots of places that are much worse than that, that we just don't have pictures and videos from yet, including uh, the town that we talked about last week in Mariupol, um, where, uh, you know, lots of things have been going on there that that city is still besieged. The Russians have not taken over there yet, but they have taken over lots of the areas surrounding it. So there are all kinds of places with things. And also I'll, I'll point out that, you know, the, the human reaction is greater when you see things happening to individuals, but also you got to remember the large numbers as well. Like, you know, people always say like, you know, if you hear about hundreds of people, it's a statistic. If you hear about one person, it's, it's, it grabs you in a way that's, that's different. So like, you know, we had that, um, that theater or whatever in Mariupol that was bombed and probably hundreds of people died there, but seeing dozens of people, you know, on the road and individual stories of torture and rape and people going to house to house, just shooting every male, uh, you know, between age, you know, uh, between teenagers and old men, um, you know, it just grabs you in a way those things don't. And uh, obviously this last week, uh, it's been impossible to avoid really graphic images of everything that was going on there. Um, and and people have been reacting to that. I, I don't know, Yvonne, how, where you want to go with that. Uh, with that specifically? Uh, look, yeah. I, I, I think that the one thing uh, that it uh, confirms to me is why there is such a determination by the Ukrainians to that a surrender is insane. That you can't surrender to this. How the fuck yeah. are you going to surrender to this? I right. mean, they're, they're going to fucking, they, they want to fucking just slaughter people. Uh, You know, you, you can't surrender to this, unfortunately. It's not like sur- surrender would bring, would save lives. Yeah, and you you have, and this also still aligns with reports that we had, yeah, with, with the stuff that the Obama, Obama, the the Obama. stuff that the Biden administration Obama was leaked, in the White House apparently. I, I know, I know, but the stuff the Biden administration had uh, uh, released about their intelligence about what the Russian plan was included, uh, you know, lists of people to execute and. Uh, that right. they were planning on mass killings and things yep. like this. And uh, what we've seen in the last few days seems to bear that out. That. Yeah. Because um, basically what we have, and I've seen some reporting that talks about this mindset, is that basically the assumption of a, a, a lot of, you know, ba- basically the mindset here is we're coming to Ukraine to denazify Ukraine. And how do you define what a Nazi is? A Nazi is anybody who opposes us coming into Ukraine. Well, you know, that's almost like, it, it, this is the kind of thing that uh, these kind of uh, autocrats, dictators, uh, you know, do. Uh, I remember that in Venezuela, Hugo Chavez would tell people uh, that you needed to, to fight the oligarchs and to even kill them to steal mm-hmm. from them and he defined who was an oligarch and what he said anybody that has anything more than you yeah 
I mean, he said that on TV. I mean, I heard, I'm, I mean, I'm not even like paraphrasing. I heard him say it. I was just like, what? Yeah. And, and, and you know, you mentioned, you know, this makes surrendering untenable. I've seen the argument in the last few days that it makes any territorial uh, concessions untenable, untenable as well. Because you, you, you're saying, oh, okay, well, we'll give we'll give up Donbass. Well, yeah. you're potentially condemning to death huge numbers of people in Donbass, right. if you say that. Right. Um, now, you still may have a situation where you say, well, maybe the territory the Russians controlled anyway. I, I, I don't know. But it, make, it makes even that a lot harder than it was. Um, and we're, and of course we've got the Russians denying the whole thing and saying that the Ukrainians faked it all and blah, blah, blah. And anybody even remotely reputable was able to debunk that like instantaneously, um, through various, you know, mechanisms. There are all kinds of reporters who've been on the ground seeing this firsthand. The New York Times verified certain accounts versus satellite images that were taken, you know, a couple weeks ago and, you know, and basically saying, look, you know, the, yeah, these bodies have been here for a while. Whereas the Russians were trying to say that this was all put into place after the Russians left and things like that. Uh, obviously completely false. Um, the, but you know, the, the, the Russians are, saying what they're saying and whatever. Um, one, th one thing I will point out, there have been confirmed reports as well in the last couple days of some potential war crimes on the Ukrainian side too. Uh, with them, there, there was one particular set of videos that came out in the last few days of, uh, you know, the, the Ukrainians ambushed uh, some of the Russians while they were retreating, which of course, is a normal part of war. However, once they had the Russian soldiers under their control, um, they killed them anyway. Uh, mm. When they were already injured and no longer a threat, you're, you're supposed to, at that point, uh, take them prisoner, take care of them, do what you're supposed to do. Um, but that did this not happen. This is soldiers, so, and I, well... Look, yeah, I'm not going well, to. I'm not going to minimize the fact that they went. They killed people. Yeah, it, 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 what I, what it, I was going to say. What I was going to say, and then a, a few, a few weeks ago, there were also. I mean, there haven't been that many weeks in this thing, but there were also reports a little while ago of places where Russian POWs were being, uh, you know, publicly strapped to lampposts and stuff and abused. Um, and but I don't know. I have not heard an official government reaction, Ukrainian government reaction to this latest incident. But the first incident that the the that were reported, uh, as soon as the national government became aware of it, they immediately condemned it. Said they would investigate it. Said those soldiers would be disciplined appropriately, and that was not acceptable. And that you know, just because the other side is acting barbarically, doesn't mean you have to to. Uh, and I kind of presume they will do the same on this latest incident, but I hadn't, I just haven't heard it yet. Um, and, and I think that makes a difference. Whereas it seems like on the Russian side, this wasn't, you know, a particular group of people in the heat of battle doing something. 
this was a planned strategy against civilians, not against enemy soldiers, and uh, and that it was it was part of the plan. You know, they were rounding up people and shooting anybody who was potentially military aged, and uh, and you know, I, I don't know how much of it was ordered from above and how much of it was not. Um, you know, I mean, in look, you we've the reports have been actually absolutely horrendous. You know, there have been uh, civilians who were tortured, um, who were shot execution style. Uh, there have been numerous reports of women raped, even children raped, uh, down to ages like I saw reports of a three year old, a 10 year old. Um, you know, and obviously. All war ends up having these things, but there does seem, I think it is a distinct difference in terms of whether or not it's sort of sanctioned from above or the people above at the very least, like turn the other way and agree not to look at it, which seems to be what's happening here. I mean, the best possible scenario is the Russian generals are looking the other way intentionally. I think it's very likely that this is actually part of the plan, period, because this same kind of stuff happened uh, in Georgia. The same kind of stuff happened in Syria. Um, so this is not a unique pattern here. Um, I do want to be careful about what I said before, though, that, yes, these sort of killings are very, very personal where someone you know, takes an innocent person, uh, ties them up and then shoots them versus dropping a bomb on them or, or shooting a missile or artillery from kilometers away. But the end result is still, you know, I, I think when we were talking about, uh, you know, American drone excesses, uh, in the Obama administration, I said, you know, it's not like, it's more pleasant being ripped apart by a bomb than it is being shot. You know, either way, this is not good for the victims. Right. Right. Um, but um, I, I, I still think you, you, you have to very carefully evaluate sort of what the plan was, was this intentional? How was it being done? And it seems clear that whether it's these, one by one killings uh or whether it's you know bombing places that are clearly marked as shelters for children either way it's massive war crimes and i've i think i've I seen think it. the import, importance here is intent right okay yeah. because when you compare to like the you know uh, okay so uh last year uh the Biden administration inadvertently uh thought that they were targeting um with a drone, a, a an actor that was going to do a military attack on on a base uh, in Afghanistan, and the airport in Kabul, and uh, they ma- they made a mistake and they attacked innocent people. Um, yeah. So you know, it goes back to like even our laws in the United States. Look, there is premeditated, there is murder, and there is manslaughter, and the p- penalties are different, and and everybody views it differently because t- intent is important in, in what you're viewing at it. One was a, a tragic, horrible mistake. Okay. Um, you know, and this acts that we're talking about are depraved indifference murders. They're just, you know, shooting people 
just because they are Ukrainians and don't like them. Right. And they are targeting them and executing them. I mean, it, it's <laughs> it, it, it's such a stark difference. And so, uh, uh, I, I mean, that that's that that I guess is you know the best explanation I can give to some some people, especially to try to find some false equivalence between one act or the other. And no, they're not at all. Um, you know, obviously, you know, I don't, I really am, I'm not happy with, you know, and I know that that's been, uh, those programs have been pulled back, especially with us withdrawing from Afghanistan and other places, those targeted drone programs. I, I, I wasn't too, too, I, I did not like th- those activities where, you know, even though there was a process and everything and so forth. I, I just was never a big fan of that in any way, shape or form. But, um, but look, it, 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 the, the, you've got these people that have basically decided that, I mean, they're straight up They're Like you said, their needs denazification is committing genocide against adult Ukrainian males that oppose Russia. That's and raping the women while they're at it. And raping the women. And killing them afterwards. Yeah, right. let's be clear. It's not... Yeah. Uh, by the way, there is this bo- book, you know, that I was reading called Iron Curtain, you know... Uh, no, it was a book uh, called Berlin, which is a very detailed book about how both the, the Russians and the Allies uh, closed in on Berlin to take down Hitler. And mm-hmm. those stories that you hear are the exact same stories that came out of what the Russian troops were doing on the east side as they were marching towards Berlin. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I don't know what the hell it is in the Russian military culture that that is acceptable. And I've heard, it's not just Ivan. I've heard a number of commentators say that this is part of the standard Russian playbook for war, wherever they have gone to war. Like you said, back to World War II, at least maybe further, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean... it's a it's a military culture of just brutality against the people uh, against defenseless people. Let's be clear, we're not even talking about the other military. I'm talking about just civilians. So. Yeah. Now, the the fact that this has gone on has, I think, once again, sort of upped the ante in the argument for what exactly. NATO should do, what what kind of sanctions are appropriate, what kind of military assistance is appropriate. You've heard renewed calls for direct involvement, but it does seem like the, you know, everybody's still saying absolutely not for direct involvement, uh, but it seems like military aid is continuing to accelerate. There's more stuff being sent. Uh, and there are indications I've heard that there is more being sent that then is being referred to publicly as well, oh, uh, which sure. is not surprising at all. 
Um, but, uh, but even when terms of what's being talked publicly, the, the volumes of military supplies going in are greater than before. Um, you know, and I I occasionally hear like, well, you know, all of that is just going to serve to escalate this further and prolong the conflict. It's not actually going to help people get to let's move this to diplomacy and make a peaceful settlement right away. But, but like you said a few minutes ago, I mean, if this is what you see the behavior, um, it's very hard to trust that a diplomatic settlement will get you where you want to be. Like, especially if that settlement has to involve giving up territory, because, you know, you're just saying, okay, they're going to do this kind of stuff on any territory we give up. It, it, right. And I mean, what what is, why should you expect anything different given what you have seen like so far? Uh, basically, you know. And it's, not, and it's not like the Russians will accept like a neutral third party peacekeeping no. force or anything. Well, I don't know. Well, I don't I mean, know. Maybe that would be a way out. I don't know. But like all, all, all disputed territory policed by a neutral third party. I don't know. I, I kind of doubt it, but you know, well, no, I look, mean, that's it, the kind of thing you should look, talk about. It, it all depends. It all depends on how bad the situation really gets for the Russians militarily yes. at this point. Um, and look, well, and, and, th- and that's the answer to that question, right? Like you, from the position on the ground right now, you're, you're probably not going to get a deal that is acceptable to the safety of the Ukrainian people. Um, and so I've heard a number of people on TV saying, how, how do we help make this get to a peaceful situation as quickly as possible? And numerous people say you give Ukraine, whatever they need to win. Uh, yes. At this point, that is what it seems you know, given what, you know, I, I thought I I had been thinking, you if the Russians, you know, hadn't been doing these kind of atrocities, I was like, you know, more on, look, what is a negotiated settlement that stops this at some point with some gains on whatever. But when you're seeing this kind of stuff happening, um, that really gets thrown out the window. Yeah. Because what I mean, you're last week like we were said, talking you're about condemning well, the, people to death. I mean, last week when we were talking about this and even earlier, we said, look, you know, compare this to the winter war in Finland or whatever. And that's probably how this is going to end up, which is that the, the Russians are beat back somewhat, but there is a peace treaty and they do gain some territory. Ukraine gives up some territory in exchange for peace. And that's how you have sort of a situation that gives the Russians a way out where they can say they won, but still ends hostilities. And last week we were talking about, well, can you, can you basically just replace the status quo ante plus, and and maybe the Russians get a little bit more of those two areas they wanted. Um, And it's just, that was a hard sell for the Ukrainians anyway. I think this makes an impact. It makes it an impossible. It makes a, it makes a no sale at all. Like at this point. Yeah. Um, and, but here's the other thing. Look, why would the Ukrainians go, go and do it anyway? Look, they're beating back. It, 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 look, they, they have completely, I mean, they've literally almost driven them completely out 
in the in the north around Kharkiv and and and, and Kiev. They've completely mm-hmm. beaten them back. Yep. Uh, and yeah, and in the east, it's been harder because you know the 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 Russians have the, been the Russians have still been gaining time. slowly in the east. Like they have right. not. Been but but back. now, but but think about and this: south. now that they now that they don't have to be battling for supplies and whatever, I mean, the Ukrainians can go and 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 reinforce the east. You know, uh, uh, given that the, the 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 I mean, obviously they cannot leave the north undefended. Undefended, right? But 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 it doesn't use as many supplies. If you understand what I'm saying, when you're you're just having the line of defense, when you're constantly consuming, you know, weapons. I mean, you you can you could definitely you know reinforce that east side and and well and and, and, and what everybody is and what everybody is saying about the east right now is the Russians are taking a few days to consolidate, but that there's an expectation. And they're once again sort of leaked intelligence things about how the Russians are going to sometime in the next few days mount an increased offensive in in the east uh, to uh, finish taking over Mariupol and push further uh, further into Ukraine uh, from where they are right now. Now, Given everything we've said about how well the Russians have been doing or not, as the case is, uh, I'm not sure how successful that it will be. But they have said also that all along through this whole conflict, the troops that have been in the east have been able to do better. Supply lines are better because they controlled a lot of that area before anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, And there are all kinds of reasons why. So far, the Russians have done better in the east than they did in the north. And so if they mount a major offensive in the east, it's by no means automatic that the Ukrainians will be able to immediately push them back. They may actually uh, gain more I, territory, I, et cetera, et cetera. But, but I think on, on the flip side, the, 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 the one thing that we have been talking about is with the, with the fact that we have been able to supply the Ukrainians with more time, a lot more weapons, uh, you know, I think that they will be able to do better in the East that they have been doing so far. Um, I, I mean, originally they, you know, th- like you said, the, the Russians had been built up over there and it, it, it they didn't have... Uh, all the equipment that they have been getting like now we didn't have the volume and the quantities including i heard they were getting tanks delivered and more things and you know we we've been you know we've been seeing just a lot of stuff so i you know that that i think is uh is a reality and and look um Remember I said about these 90 days thing, right? Okay, where I, uh-huh. I, I think this is over. I, I, I still, I am of the belief that the reason why they had to stop in the north is like, look, they had to try to double down with the with the with what they had on the east if they were going to show anything at this point, because yeah. the, because their supplies are 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 limited. I don't know if you've noticed something. There are no more missiles raining down on anybody. Okay, I, I, I had I had not noticed that. I, I I know there were still some airstrikes, or at least air yeah. But sirens all those and, cruise missiles have been coming yeah. in and whatever, whatnot. You know, hitting places and whatever. You know, 
one thing is that we had estimated they had used up so many of them. They have to be running low on those. They have to be. They mm-hmm. didn't have that many to begin with. And apparently they had a high failure rate too. They're estimating that over 80% of them were failing. So right. to hit what they hit, they had to use a ton of them. And so this really, they they are in a military squeeze. Uh, anybody saying that this is strategic, whatever, listen, you don't commit that many troops in the North. Get that much equipment destroyed, that many people killed, and say that was strategic to gain absolutely no territory whatsoever. Right. That is just, as I mentioned at one point, I said, listen, at some point, you got to figure out how much of this shit are we going to keep losing? Because at some point, we can't afford, you know, we can't afford this rate anymore. And that's what they decided. They decided to just take it out of there and try to, to put it where they are having better success at this point. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, I I, I think that at some point, this goes back to where the hell it was even before this war started in the East, maybe even with some minor territory gains by the Russians. But in the 90 day time frame, that's back where we are. And and back and do you think it's going to be back to that level of intensity? Which you know there there was certainly conflict going on. Uh, it might, people, I think it'll, soldiers it'll were dying, more, but not it, a, it will scale. remain more. It will remain more intense than it was. But you know, you know, because because some of the experts are saying like this has the potential to drag on significantly longer than the ninety days that you're talking but, about, but, many but, months. But, but in what level? I mean, this had been an engage a military engagement already on that east side for what six, seven years. Mm-hmm. They had been fighting in that side. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, if we're back to just what was happening before this escalation took, you know, happened, uh, but just with some more intensity, it's basically we're back to where the fuck we were before. Yeah, well, I, that that more intensity question sort of actually makes a big difference. Is it like mostly sort of the local proxies fighting with a little bit of Russian support, or do you still have the Russian army actively oh, engaged and blah blah blah? Still, it will still try to stay active, but I, it, it's but I I just think that at some point after ninety days, the intensity of this will have to die down. By the Russians because they just cannot keep it up. They, this is why they had to reposition what they have are there. They can't keep it up, taking this many losses and this much equipment with that much out there. Well, and, just and I think part and part of that question is during that time frame before they get there, can they establish a level of control that they can actively maintain on the long term? You know. Um, and well, the only way that I've seen that they're doing this in like a, a city with, with Mariupol and what they seem to be doing as a strategy is, well, if they annihilate everybody, yes. Well, in addition to the annihilation, and I was just seeing some more updates or on making this, everybody how, how have we, to, you know, leave. Yeah, well, not just leave. Like they have uh, in, in the east, people have been less successful at evacuating 
to the right. West and to other countries. But right. Russia themselves have been taking lots yes. of civilians to Russia. And, right. you know, they they will the Russians characterize this as allowing them to evacuate from to Russia. But the the Ukrainian side describes it as kidnapping. They're kidnapping. Yeah, you know, they're 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 picking people up. They're throwing them onto trains and buses and whatever and shipping them off onto unknown unknown locations in Russia. Um, yeah. and the, which, which itself, by the way, <laughs> more war crimes, potentially, uh, depending on what they're doing to these people once they capture them and take them. Um, well, but, they sent them uh, to the Woods Carlton. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, and I, th- I think it'll be, you know, we have a lot we will learn about what is really happening here. That's going to take, that's not going to become immediately apparent in days or weeks. Um, you know, especially in areas where Russia is able to maintain control, uh, cause our visibility there is nil, um, right. or close to it. We just, we just don't know how bad it really is. You, we've occasionally gotten some, uh, you know, some updates out of Mary Paul cause they have, they, they're occasionally able to get updates out. Um, but there are lots of places we just don't know what's going on. Um, and it potentially is very bad. Um, certainly that's the, the, all of the revelations from the areas that Ukraine has managed to take back from the Russians over the last week or two, uh, sort of all point towards absolute and total Russian brutality that are well beyond uh, what anyone considers acceptable. Um, And, uh, you know, like I said at the beginning, you know, horrific videos and pictures coming out of those areas. And there's no reason to expect that's not happening all over the place. It doesn't look like it was isolated. No, it definitely was not isolated at all. This is the same, like we said, this seems to be part of their doctrine. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. I. I. I will mention. Well, one on the qu- military side, I. I didn't want to mention anything, but, 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 but I have something to mention because Bruce had brought something up about the ruble, and, and there's been a oh, whole okay. bunch of talk Go about the it. sanctions and what's been going on with the currency. And that on the official trading markets, the ruble is back up to levels close to uh, uh, where it was on the official trading markets. But what I, I I dug into it, and what what I what I am seeing is that um, there is <laughs> there there is a parallel trade on the ruble that's happening right now that is significantly discounted from the official rate, which happens to countries that enforce capital controls. I've seen this happen in Venezuela, in Argentina, uh, where when the government either through sanctions or by or in many cases by capital controls imposed by their own government, um, you can't freely uh, purchase foreign currency and move move money out, okay? And because of what happened, of the sanctions, by the way, the Russians did institute capital controls. So, so forget about the sanctions, okay? If you're a Russian and say you have a million rubles and you wanted to buy dollars, 
you were you couldn't do it. You couldn't just take your money and in Russia legally convert it into a foreign currency. Okay. Okay. And and, and they do that because that kind of, those kinds of transactions weaken the currency. Okay. So so it, so that's a normal strategy what they do, and so. They say that the 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 rate of the ruble to dollar is back to like eighty five something, but that rate is extremely restricted as to who the hell can have access to that rate, which is almost nobody. Okay, at this point, because of all the sanctions, so that means that if you really want to go buy dollars and you are Russian with rubles, you can't. Buy, that is a, a price that's listed over there, but that nobody can buy at. Okay, because the only place that you can get dollars is on the black market. Okay, right now, and so and what they are selling for the dollars is at one hundred and fifty rubles to the dollar, which is you know about half where it drops. So all these people talking, look, the ruble recovered, whatever. This is this is this is there is no market for the ruble like right now because it's been so restricted, and that number isn't real. Okay. No, you can't go as a Russian citizen and be able to go and buy dollars at that rate. Nobody will, nobody will receive your rubles. Okay, mm-hmm. and so uh, look, it, uh, it right now Argentina is a place where that happens. Right now, it's not as restricted. Now, when I was doing business in Argentina recently, we were uh, an uh, an approved importer and exporter, so we could buy at the published rate of the government, okay, uh, to import-export, okay? Now, what <laughs> it, that had some perverse effects because I wound up, our sales were soaring, okay? Mm. Because, oh, look, a way to be able to convert my money into, into a dollar-denominated item at the real rate. Right. So they would go crazy buying this stuff, okay? But if, if if they wanted to go, say, on vacation to the U.S. and they wanted to buy dollars, they were not allowed to access that price. And if you wanted to say, hey, I don't want my money in Argentina, I want to ship it uh, to, to the U.S., you would basically get half of what the official rate says. And that's what's happening to the Russians. They, this is all, you know, and I, I'm just, I, I, I'm like... So few people understand currency markets out there that all these news people are like saying, oh, look, the the ruble's back up. And I'm like, oh, fuck you morons. Jesus Christ. Why are any of you talking? You have no idea about currency markets. No. So that ruble bounce is a mirage, okay, at this point. Uh, It's not real because nobody can really buy the damn stuff at that price that really needs it. Okay? It's as simple as that. Um, so that is a crippling effect that it, the, the people who are really getting hammered more than anybody on this is anybody in, in, in Russia that needs to pay anybody in any currency that's not the dollar or that needs to buy foreign goods. They just have no access to, to, to that right now, to, to, to imports, except from, from some different places. Um, and so now the, the sanctions on oil sales and gas, one of the things that is happening is what I thought would wind up happening, which is that, look, the Chinese didn't go along with it. The Indians didn't go along with it. So they're buying Russian oil and, and, and their stuff right now. But but what 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 that means is that they're not buying from where they were buying before. 
So that supply is getting freed up while they're trading it for the Russian supply right now. So those sanctions uh, aren't having as much as an effect as you probably wanted on that, on that side, because of uh, just, just because of the, because the market is just moving the inventory from one place to the other. So that's, what's going on with that uh, at this point. So uh, the individuals are the ones that are really uh, feeling the pain. You know, all these oligarchs and all these people that had houses in these places and other stuff or whatever, and that traveled freely and, you know, spent in dollars and whatever, and all their accounts are frozen and you can't spend a fucking dime anywhere. Those are the people that are really getting, getting their asses kicked. Okay. Mm -hmm. At this point. Um, And they've, there's nothing that they can do. So, so, so that's, that's the main thing. Like right now, yes, the, the sanctions are having a significant impact. The ruble is really down, but it, but what the official trading shows isn't a real number. So don't go by that. What I was seeing is that there's people like what's happening right now is that people in the black market, they will post signs, you know, a little bit hidden on the street. Hey, 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 you want some dollars, you know, give them to you for 150, 170. That's what's going on. It's just all under the table. Like right now, so so what? What about? I've heard a number of people make the argument, uh, it, it, including Zelensky and uh, the Ukrainian government, saying essentially, yes, yes, all of those sanctions are good, but we need more. And as long as Europe continues to buy gas from Russia, they are essentially financing the Russian side of this war. I mean, it's true. I mean, the problem is that right now the. Uh, you know, the Europeans, uh, the only way to nip this is to somehow reduce our dependency on those products on the market in one way or another. It means shifting to whatever the hell else. I, either, you know, the, the main thing is like I, I, I mentioned to other ener- energy alternatives, either they, you know, they Can they take those new shit. plants out of mothballs and turn them back on? Probably not at this point. Ah, It'll take a couple of years. And, and and there'd probably be huge public opposition to it. I mean, that's why they were shut down in the first place. Yeah. Uh, Well, I mean, it was after Fukushima, which was the pressure after, after that happened. So, uh, but, but renewable energy, solar, other stuff. And the problem is ramp time. But frankly, we need to be kicking up, that ramp time anyway. Right. There was there was a new IPCC report that came out this week that got very little attention. Right. But was w- once again updating Say, how hey. badly the world is doing at getting off of fossil fuels fast enough. Right. And, and pre- this, I said that this is the right impetus for that shit right now. Yeah. And I, I see all kinds of people responding to this with, we have to beef up our oil production we have to increase oil production every no no that's the wrong way to fix this well there you is know? one thing right okay they're they're all talking about that but I, i'm gonna tell you something that uh that uh, the the oil producers are not really wanting to ramp up production massively right now because the consumption trends are have been downward so what are you gonna capital invest right now out the ass for what 
for 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 a product that still continues to you know with waning demand and what to depress the price if, if this war is over you know with this you know what with this conflict at some point something gets resolved in some way okay um the prices are going to plummet so they're going to be left holding the bag on those investments the the oil people are like fuck no we're not investing the hell with this shit and I can't argue with them for this. You know, the only people that could take this kind of risk and bite the bullet on it is if the gov- governments did it. Okay. But the oil companies sure as hell don't want to do it. Because they, they know that they, they will get, get left holding the bag. By the way, you know, when demand collapses, they ain't going to get bailed out. They didn't get bailed out last year, not two years ago. It went bankrupt a whole bunch of them. So they know what happens. Yeah, so they're they're not going to ramp up production. So basically, even even though people are calling for let's ramp up production, blah blah blah, it's it's not happening anyway. I guess that's good. Yeah, it's not happening. Yeah, it's not happening. The the I mean, this needs to be a call. Like like we. Yes, you need to get rid of the oil dependency on Russia, but the best way to do that is get rid of the oil dependency, period. Exactly. Yep. Um, exactly. The, pro- the problem, again, though, is even that like takes significant ramp-up time. It's not like something it, that's going to happen in a couple months. Listen, listen, it's not maybe a couple of months, but it doesn't take 20 years. No, it does not take 20 years, but like to affect, like we need to do it anyway, and like five years is better than 10 is better than 20. Right. Uh, but in the picture of the Ukraine situation specifically, um, to make a real difference here, we do need to be talking about things that can have a time scale of months or less. Well, but uh, listen, there, there, I'm sure that there are things that can happen in months, but it's like everything. Okay. You know, our supply chains are already strained at the fucking, like, you know, bursting at <laughs> yeah. the th- seams can't just go and all of a sudden produce all these fucking like solar windmills and, you know, uh, geothermal, whatever. Yes. whatever, you know, in a couple of months. There's no, just no, no way. I, I know. Well, that, that, that's the problem to these things. Like, I, I mean, I, I get. The suggestion has been like Germany should just tomorrow say we're not taking any more gas from Russia. Period. We're stopping the. If you did that overnight like that, um, you would have significant problems in Europe immediately. Like uh, prices would go crazy. But but they're talking about doing it in two years. They're talking about doing it in two years, which is not you know. Like a crazy, you know, that's not like yeah, 10, but what, 20 years. Uh, yes, yes, I know that. And that to, doing it in two years is great. But like what, what the Ukrainians want is stop the money now, like tomorrow. It's just not realistic at this moment. And, it, and it's just, and it happens the same thing to what I'm saying. Great. It, look, that supply, what's happening with the damn oil supply right now. It's just, it, it, we're taking the demand out of one side. It's just coming out the other side. It's a global market. Right, and when you don't, it, if Russia and China were, uh, I mean, if India and China were to join in on this, then we got a different ball game. But they're not doing it; they're not playing ball. So forget it; it's just not going to work. 
I mean, do the sanctions have a lot of effect on Russia and it's making it very difficult for them and it's going to make it extremely difficult as time goes on? Absolutely. Okay. But is there a way for us to just completely shut them off that we're not making millions of people, millions and millions more people suffer? No. Now, now, of course, Russia was saying they were going to shut off if Europe didn't pay in rubles. Yeah, well, they didn't do that. Although it was pointed out uh, by a few people after Russia's deadline passed that payments now are actually for deliveries a bit in the future. What's actually being delivered now was actually paid for a while ago. So the the actual deadline that would affect things is still a ways out or something nonsense like that. Uh, but you know th- there is the calculation that Russia could theoretically decide screw you, we don't care what contracts exist, we're going to stop delivering the oil. But listen, okay, fine, they'll do that. If they do but that, then they well, lose out not... on the money. <laughs> exactly! Yes. So, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's mutually assured destruction, basically. Yeah. Eh. Okay, and any other Ukraine news to talk about? No. Okay. Um, I am going to droned on long enough. (laughs) Yes. I I am going to suggest that we have droned on long enough to actually say that we are not going to do a potpourri segment today. Okay. All right. That sounds like I mean, if you really want to, we can try. Well, I I think uh, the thing is that even any of the topics that I wanted to bring up, I think we, uh, well, we, we have a new SCOTUS. Yep. Well, officially, she won't start for a few more months. Well, but but okay, but because yeah, she will she will be appointed uh, when the what what's the guy's name when the other guy actually officially retires. He said he would finish out the term. Okay. So it's not like he he didn't resign pending her confirmation. He resigned at the end of this term. So okay. she's on deck waiting to take over as soon as he leaves. Okay. All right. Um. Uh, so yeah, we got we got the SCOTUS thing. Um, we uh, got Musk decided to buy a chunk of Twitter. Yeah, we got that. We have Jared and Ivanka talking to the January sixth committee and some more developments on that. Trump gave some crazy wacky uh, interview. Uh, uh, in the last how was that different from any other? It's not. I mean, ba- basically, he said he wished he could have stormed the Capitol with the other people. Um, so. There you go. I, I, I mean, you know, I, that would have been cool. Maybe he could have gotten shot. He said the Secret Service wouldn't let him go. Damn. There was also a Secret Service thing. The news is still unfolding about it. Apparently, uh, there were two people who claimed to be from um, some other government agency, but were fake and were bribing secret service agents that were on um uh the first lady's detail uh with various things and so uh it's still coming out it looks like they might have been um a, a agents of a foreign intelligence service um jesus christ uh you know but apparently like there were there were people on um uh, Jill Biden's security detail that were uh, taking favors from these people uh, who they thought were from another part of the U.S. government, but were not. 
Uh, so I, 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 I've only read a, a little tiny bit about that, and that news is still breaking tonight. So I, well, I don't know. I have know no idea about details. it. Okay, all right. We'll, we'll, we'll save it. So that. anyway, let, let, right. let, let's close it up. Um, you know the usual ways to get a hold of us. We'll talk about all this other stuff some other time if it gets bigger or whatever. Um, if you want to get a hold of us, go to curmudgeons-corner.com. Uh, all the ways to contact us, Facebook, email, Twitter, blah, 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 are all there, along with an archive of our episodes and uh, the ways to subscribe. Please subscribe. If, you, if you've if you come across this episode and have actually made it this far, you might as well subscribe to the podcast so you get it every week. And uh, tell your friends about it if you like it. You know, I, I haven't been saying that lately. I should. We should make a point. Yes, tell your friends to listen too if you like the show. Well, yes, the, your friends who you think might like it. Like right. if you think they'll hate it, you're, well, don't maybe they can tune in once and give me your, one of those reviews I've been waiting for. There you go. Anyway, you will also find a link to our Patreon, which if you want to give us a little tip, a little cash money, uh, helping out with the expenses of the show, uh, please do so at various levels. We will mention your name on the show. We will send you a postcard. We'll send you a mug, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, at $2 a month or more. Or if you contact us in any of the ways you will find on curmudgeons-corner.com, we will invite you to our curmudgeons corner slack uh which is a place where yvonne and i and a bunch of our listeners uh are chatting throughout the week and um you know about news current events whatever is on our mind uh sharing wordle scores uh occasionally as well um you know all of this kind of stuff so yvonne what were a handful just a few Things that we talked about on the Curmudgeon's Corner Slack this week that we have not mentioned on the show. That we did not mention on the show. Uh, there was a fox at the Capitol. Oh, yes. Yeah. That, and yeah. Uh, it had it, rabies. It, apparently. it had rabies. They killed it. It had babies. They killed the babies, too. They. I haven't heard if the babies had rabies, but they they had to take that precaution. And the, there was at least one or two people, I guess, that got bit by the fox, but they are being treated appropriately. They got to them really quickly. They will probably be fine, etc. cetera. Uh, I found for sale on Amazon a two-port VGA switch. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, I know that you, you needed those. Yes. Based on our conversation last week. About yes, of course. Monitor technology. Yep. Yes. Um. We also, uh, what else? Uh, 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 there is this thing, uh, something about the weirdest of Wikipedia thing. Consolidation. Well, there's just somebody who's been going, finding really weird, interesting things on Wikipedia and highlighting them, which is a cool thing to do. Uh, I've seen a number of those in the past. Uh, This one's apparently one that's uh, pretty big right now. But there is a lot of weird stuff on Wikipedia, and uh, some of it can be quite interesting. I shared a Wikipedia link to the uh, Frank Sinatra movie from 1998 called The Detective that I... I, I was shocked by the content of it. It was pretty interesting. It was. Wait, wait, it was, I, I have put on our list. So one of these days I'm going to ask for a full review. Yeah. But, okay. And the, lastly, uh, the 15 worst places to own a home in the United States. And uh, 
the Rust Belt is just a brutal place to own a house. Jesus Christ. Mm. Worst values anywhere. My God. I mean, it was like Ohio, Michigan, Ohio, Michigan. I'm like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. Well, so in, anyway. in terms of appreciation, right? Like you can yeah. get you can get something relatively big for relatively low numbers, but it's not going to it's not going to increase in value over time. It's not going to increase in value and it has a potential or at least it has a- losing a lot of value, which is the problem yeah. also as well. I mean, I mean that's actually the bigger risk in those areas that you buy something, you pay maybe a low amount, but what if it's worse later and you're upside down on the damn mortgage? Right. So anyway, so that's those are things that we discussed on the Carmudgeon's Corner Slack that we didn't mention on the show. Just a sampling, a taste, a little, you know, morsel of what we shared. A morsel. Now you're making me hungry, Yvonne. (laughs) There you go. But not for like the foxes, not for real estate in the Rust Belt. No, no, no. Uh, but I think after we get done recording here, I'm going to go find myself a snack. Oh, there you go. Sounds there good to me. Go. A, a snack. Yes. Uh, just like this show is a snack for the mind. Oh, wow. A snack for the mind. Or yes. maybe it's a little, maybe it's too long to be a snack. I, it's not mind. a snack. Maybe I think this is a full meal. It's a full meal. Well, I hope. At the end of the show, you are feeling satiated. And not indigested. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Well, everybody, uh, you know, have a great week. Uh, stay safe. Uh, and uh, we hope that you'll listen again next week. Have a great time. Uh, and uh, yeah, what else is there to say? Goodbye, everyone. Bye. <laughs>